Hello, friends, and welcome to the Bloom Pod. I'm your host, Lauren Taylor, and I'm so excited to encourage the heck out of you over the next 60-ish minutes. We're having conversations that will ignite your spark and challenge you to embrace your real. We're breaking down barriers and encouraging you to embrace the incredible queen you are. Basically, we're having a giant slumber party and you're going to leave feeling inspired, encouraged to step into your power. So turn up the volume and get ready to bloom with us. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Bloom Pod. I am your host, Lauren Taylor. And today we have Carolyn Moran Cook, who is a plus size model, confidence crusader, and digital creator who shares her genuine experiences and the aim of inspiring your innermost confidence, leaving us feeling included and encouraged. She is a powerful storyteller who shares what she has learned about bras, undergarments, and her personal confidence journey, as well as her loves for fashion, beauty, travel, and home finds creating a mark not only in the digital world, but in our hearts. Hi, Carolyn. Oh, hello. That was so kind. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Oh, I'm so thrilled. You light up the digital space. I cannot wait to hear more about your journey today. Just thank you so much for joining us. I'm honored to be even considered in the running. So I'm excited to dig in (laughs) with you. Thank you. Amazing. Okay, well, I want to jump right in and talk about your your true passion, which is Spanx, fitting bras. I would love to know how you got into this. Where did the love for undergarments come from? And how are you using it in your community and empowering them in their confidence? Great question. So to give you a little background, um, I started working as a model over 13 years ago. Kind of simultaneously, it became really important to grow your social media following. And so kind of the only thing I realized the only thing that I really knew and could share and add value to this world were things that I was learning on set as a model and how to translate that to the everyday woman. So a huge part of that were undergarments. And I was working as a lingerie fit model. And for the first time ever, I learned what a properly fitting bra was supposed to look like, and how it was supposed to fit and feel and how to be really, truly supported in your clothes. Because I I think I can speak for a lot of curvier, full-figured women where everyone is diagnosed as a 38 double D until they see the light and they realize that maybe there are some other brands or some other sizes that, you know, fit them better. So it really, for me, it started, you know, I used to model full, nearly sheer lingerie sets in boardrooms with nearly a dozen people, um, which was definitely a challenge on my confidence. But the way I kind of persevered and got through that was to listen to what they were talking about. And that's where I really gained a lot of my technical knowledge and skills surrounding bras and undergarments in general. And so for me, being able to share that information online is kind of a, a tool that empowers people to feel good in the skin they're in, in the clothes that they're in, because when you have a good foundation, that sets the tone for a good outfit, a good day, a good life, and it just kind of keeps the ripple affecting from there. So if you would have asked me when I was younger, you know, what are you, what do you want to be when you grow up? I would have never dreamed of, you know, being the gal 
dancing in her undies on, on the interwebs. <laughs> but, you know, I try to do it from an educational point of view and hope that I can help people, you know, feel great. And undergarments are a huge part of that. Mm, yes. And as also a girl who loves to dance in her undies, I love this. <laughs> that's why that's why we go along. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can you share a bit about the properly fitting bra club? Yes. Yes. So as I began sharing my knowledge and encouraging people to go to fit focused retailers, mm-hmm. uh, retailers that really specialize in helping you fit that bra rather than just, you know, selling, walking in and, and selling it. I would get messages from people like, oh my goodness, my life has changed. I cannot believe this is how, like, I haven't been living like this for so long. And I would respond to them, you know, welcome to the properly fitting bra club. You know, once you kind of cross over, there's no turning back. So it kind of became this like very informal, you know, welcome to the club kind of thing. And then it truly transpired into this movement and very engaged Facebook group and, you know, a hashtag that encourages people to go and get properly fitted. So my Facebook group is a beautiful beast, as I like to call her, because it's such a great space for people of all journeys and and understanding levels to come and ask questions and to be able to search previous posts on all things undergarments and swimwear and maternity and all that stuff. So it's a really, really special place that I just kind of coincidentally we created together on this on this undergarment journey. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so sparkly! Because I mean, how cool is it that just started from again your genuine, authentic response to someone, and now it's turned into this really beautiful, powerful community. Absolutely, yes. Oh my gosh, and all so are welcome. Good. So, and it's never too late, you know, to join. At any phase of your life, it's it's never yes. never too early, too late to to find the right fit for you. Yes, I need it like on like a sweatshirt and a t shirt, and <laughs> I think that would just be like the best. And it is truly life changing. I think, especially in undergarments. Now, I usually because I I have like the smallest. Well, I, I don't want to say I have the smallest boobs, but I definitely like still claim my name to the small boob club. But I feel like I, I never wear bras because I'm just like, oh my gosh, they're like so uncomfortable. And I'm like, whatever, I'm going to just like be free with it. Yeah, it is so important to for a bra to fit and for especially like undies to fit and everything too. Like I was so lost in it <laughs> where I would just like completely just like go free because I'm like I don't I don't even know where to start like I don't know like what feels comfortable is this too tight the whole thing I remember one time I was doing a shoot and I slept in the bra that they gave me but it was too small and it dug into the side of me and like I woke up and it was like bleeding on the side it was horrible Carol like horrible I was like never again it like totally petrified me I'm like oh I will never wear a bra that's like too and I didn't even realize it was too tiny for me because it it seemed you know fine at the time but yeah it was way too tight sure so two points on that one small boobs are just as important as big boobs and it's just as important for you at any size in any phase of life to find a good fit so I think that's a common misconception is like oh, my boots are small. They don't matter. They absolutely do. And of course, you know, just like anything, undergarments are all preference-based. So what works for me, what I like to wear um, might be different than what 
what you like and what you'd like to wear. So it does take a little bit of trial and error, like most things, most good things in life, you know, it takes a little practice and trying new things. But I think it's helpful for people to think about bras like shoes. And, you know, you don't wear your gym shoes with the with a ball gown, right? And you don't wear, you know, maybe your sexiest piece underneath a t-shirt or maybe you do I mean no judgments but when kind of building your bra wardrobe it's it's helpful to think of them like shoes and they have different purposes you know for for different outfits different occasions different feelings um so that's always a good kind of way to frame it I love that yeah and I love that you're also putting in that work to take away the frustration and the intimidation of it as well too because I think like I'm now comfortable where someone were to be like, okay, let me fit you for a bra. Sure. That's great. Like no problem. But I think maybe before I would have felt like, Oh, I don't know. Like this feels super intimidating or this feels super uncomfortable. But I think taking that away and, and making it normalized where like we're having the conversation surrounding, like making sure that your undergarments like fit you well and that you feel good and really pushing forward. And in, in that mindset, I think it's just good. I mean, it's already, I'm sure like so helpful as you've mentioned from people that have come back to you, but like, Oh my gosh, like this has totally changed my life. And so, and even in my mindset switch, cause as you said, like, I literally thought like, okay, like I have small boobs, like they don't, like, it doesn't matter, whatever. I'm going to just have to deal with like being like free with them like forever. But that's so important to remember. You have so many options too. And I think that's what people, they just kind of, you know, they don't necessarily make, it's not on the forefront of their priority list. But I will say when you have the right undergarments, the right things, it makes getting dressed so much easier because raise your hand if you've dug through your closet trying to get dressed and you just cannot figure out your outfit because your undergarments you can't figure yes, out your undergarments. I can never find my underwear. It's like a exactly. thing. <laughs> oh my gosh, my socks, my underwear, my bra like yeah, they hide. They are just like completely hidden. So yeah, that is oh my gosh, that's so true. Now I like now I need to like go out and which has been as you said because it's not like front of mind and it's been sure. on my to-do list. I'm like I need new underwear. I do need a few new bras. I think I have like one. So, but it is so important. So I love that we had this because it just gave me like the sweetest reminder. Oh good. <laughs> and I think part of it too is talking about it helps normalize it and as you said makes it a little less scary I actually wrote a blog post on what to expect at a bra fitting um, because I think Mm. there's a lot of hesitation and a lot of bad experiences I know personally my first bra fitting as a you know overdeveloped middle schooler was horrifying I kind of talked through that process what to expect and also what happens if it doesn't go so right because of course there's always going to be room for human error and and that's okay. And I think just being as well equipped as you possibly can going into it, knowing knowing what to expect kind of helps ease the the anxiety around around that mm. process. Yes. Oh my gosh. And when you had mentioned middle school, I was like, man, there's so <laughs> there's so many like stories there and different things that I'm like, oh my gosh. Like I remember when we had gym class. It was funny at the start of like the school year when we had gym class. Oh my gosh, we would like hide everything, like changing in front of everyone would be mm-hmm. so intimidating, the whole thing. 
by the end of the year, we did not care. It was just like, whatever. We got super comfortable with each other, which was so nice, actually, because we've spoken about this before on the pod, but like even in terms of like periods and everything where we would turn on the water so you couldn't hear like the pad being ripped open because we were so embarrassed of like our periods and everything. But it was like things like that. So I, yeah, I love that you brought that up because I'm like, oh my gosh, that I forgot about that. Like how it can feel just really isolating in terms of that comfortability. Absolutely. Especially when you're, you know, you're, you're still getting comfortable with your body and, um, you know, who you are and just what it is. It it can be a very uncomfortable experience at any phase of any point of your life. This actually brings me to, which I, I love, I love, I love this title for you, which is confidence crusader. So, and as you've shared, like, by definition, a crusader is a person who works hard and campaigns for a cause. Um, and your mission has evolved to advocating for all people of all shapes and sizes to feel good and be comfortable in the skin that they're in and as they are today, which is so special. Can you share your journey in becoming a confidence crusader and why it is so important to you? So another kind of way to verbalize that confidence crusader term that I've self-proclaimed for myself is is a cheerleader. I want to be your confidence cheerleader. And I want people to know that they're along, I'm along for the journey alongside you. And I might not necessarily have it all figured out. I mean, who does? But I'm willing to walk this journey next to you side by side and, and share my learnings and share things that you know, I've learned and evolved over the years and um, be honest about maybe the not so great moments. So I think for me, it's, it's being a champion and being an advocate for people, you know, to, to accept and acknowledge that it's truly a journey, not a final destination. So we're never going to cross that finish line and just be done working on ourselves, you know, throughout all of our lives, we're constantly changing and evolving and our confidence ebbs and flows as well, especially depending on different situations um, and just points in our life. So I think calling myself a confidence crusader is is truly to be your champion, to be your advocate. And that has also translated in some of the work that I've done with brands and advocating for extended sizing ranges, having the technical knowledge that I've learned as a model and having access to this incredible community. I've been able to leverage the two and work with brands behind the scenes where no one's looking to advocate for all different types of inclusivity. And that's been something that's been important to me since day one. Some of my proudest accomplishments have been working with Amazon to drop their first ever extended sizing line, uh, which was up to 3X and now up to 5X, which is incredible. Um, And it works both ways, you know, extra, extra small, as well. So Able is another brand. They're an ethical, sustainable brand doing incredible things for women. And they stopped at a size XL, which um, is what I wear and what the average size woman in America wears. And so they've been able to extend up to a 3X and I think up to a 5X in the future as well. So for me, those are some of my proudest moments of working off camera, behind the scenes, in the nitty gritty and continuing to advocate for people who might not have the opportunity to do so to make fashion accessible for everyone because everyone deserves to feel good. I think it's such a mic drop moment too, just because I mean, Amazon, that's major 
able, as you mentioned as well, working with these brands, having these conversations, making that impact. What has that done for your own self-confidence and your own mindset for the times in which maybe you were in a low? Do you remember like in, in being in certain, as you said, it's a, I mean, it's a continuous thing. So what has that done for your own mental health? If anything, I think it really just continues to fuel my fire. There are times where, you know, I can get down and low and, but I know that like keeping at it, this isn't just about me. It's, it's about helping others and continuing to, you know, follow the path that many others have been on before me and continuing to push forward. I mean, I can tell you in the 13 years that I've been a part of this industry, it's gone through so much change but we all we have still have so much change to go. It is encouraging to to look back and to see some of the positive growth and that's encouraging, but also to to recognize that we still have some ways to go. That that kind of keeps me keeps me going. Yeah. And <laughs> continues your legacy as well too, especially for the people that we see and that sometimes we don't even see or that we don't even hear of who are essentially like their life's work and 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 trailblazing and change makers and everything. And to be a part of something that is, as you said, as well, it goes beyond just like us and, and towards the future. I mean, I think that is truly uh, world changing. And so I, I'm so grateful for people like you that are not only doing the work yourself, but empowering others to also do that work as well too. Absolutely. And I really, at the end of the day, I, it goes to show that like representation matters. And I fully recognize that not everyone's going to connect and relate to me, but if I can, you know, lift someone else up that might relate and connect to a different audience, I'm going to do that. Absolutely. I'm going to do that because it's important to see, you know, be seen and be feel reflected in the marketing and the media and the models and all that stuff. And it just continues to contribute to this more inclusive, better place that I think we all want to be, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and you had shared something that I think is, it's so important that confidence is rooted in self-love. Can yes. you expand on that okay. a little bit? Yes. So uh, as someone who I think in the past have, have been fueled by external motivation, you know, at the end of the day, when you lay your head down at night, I think it's important to recognize that it starts in here. It starts mm. inside. Mm -hmm. And that is what builds that solid foundation. And sure, of course, it's amazing to hear, you know, positive affirmations from a partner or online or from whoever, but you have to start step one with you. And I mm. think that's where it begins. And I think it's almost like a, an acceptance and it's, comfort of, you know, again, I, I might not be confident in all areas and I, I can confidently say that I'm not, <laughs> but it starts here. And I know like I can ground myself. Like it's, it starts with me. And of course all the extra stuff is great for a mm -hmm. little boost, but it is truly rooted inside and it's an inside job that, that takes work. Yes. Along your journey, what has been one of the biggest changes that you have seen within yourself as you've done the inner work? I've accepted that like, I don't have to love every phase, mm. but I don't need to hate every phase. 
it's okay if I'm maybe not having the best hair, skin, face, body, outfit day, but it doesn't mean I deserve to negatively speak about myself. I think one of the most powerful things, I have two nieces, uh, three and just a few months old, and I thought, would I ever speak to my young nieces the way Mm. that I've tried to speak to myself sometimes? And oh my gosh, could you imagine? It makes my skin crawl just thinking about it. Never. So I, 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 you know, before I start, you know, downward spiraling and start going down this road of negative self-talk, I stop myself and I say, would I say that to my niece? And you can, you can think about yourself as a young child, or if you have kids or any, any, any young person in your life, whether if even it's just your inner child, I think it's important to think about that. Would you tell them that they're worthless and ugly and, you know, no, gosh, no, you would never. So I think talking to yourself, thinking about yourself in that way Mm -hmm. is helpful. Oh, that just hit my heart. I was like, (laughs) oh my gosh, that gives me chills. Because we often hear about, you know, speaking to our inner child and and which also which also hits my heart but i i've never thought about it in terms of like because i have so many like baby cousins and so when you said that i was like oh my gosh i would like i would just yeah my 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 heart would break my soul would leave my body never i would never say that but that is so unbelievably important because we should feel that exact same way within ourselves and and how we speak because our voices are so powerful the same way that we can think about something negative, we can think about something empowering and put put us back in, into our our power, which I think is something that I've been learning a lot about within myself and just spending time with myself and hearing my own thoughts and really just sitting with myself. I, I mean, this is probably the first time I'm 30 now and this is probably the first time that I've actually like spent a lot of time with myself and oh my gosh, like the difference that it makes. It's just, and just to get reconnected. I think when you're a kid, you're super, I mean, your whole world is like yourself. And then as you get older, like other things come into play, other people, environments, situations. And so, yeah, to now just kind of be, I'm like back at home. I'm, I'm not in a relationship right now. So like it almost in silence with myself, it's like, it's been really scary, but really terrifying, but at the same time, also really empowering and relearning who I am and reconnecting and like also loving on that as well too. That's beautiful. And hopefully giving yourself a little bit of grace along the way, because thank you. It's never, it's, you know, you're never, we're never done, but it's, it's, you know, we're constant evolving. Yes. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And that, but that concept of like, we're never done. I don't, so I would love for you to share how you feel about this. I know it's true, but I kind of don't like it. (laughs) I'm with you. I'm with you. I <laughs> truly, like genuinely, straight being real with you, I really genuinely thought that I would just wake up one day and be confident. Like yes. I, I I truly thought that. Like I I would just like wake up one day, the light bulb would switch, and I'd be like, okay, I'm good. And so I think that for me, when when I realized there was never gonna be that like ah moment. <laughs> I think that was like full stop. Okay. Like that was such a pivotal moment for me when I was like, oh, I'm not like, why am I waiting for this magical moment that will never come, you know? And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, remembering that it's fleeting, it ebbs and flows, it comes and goes. 
but it's a constant process. It's, you know, something that maybe at certain times we're going to have to work a little bit harder at and other times, you know, it just, it's coming for me when I'm in the sun, if I'm in a swimsuit, that is like, oh, that's like my best self. But when I'm back in the snow and the gloom and doom, that those are like the times where I'm like, okay, this is, I got to work on this a little bit harder, you know? So I think it's just being aware of those happy places and, you know, those times of ebbing and flowing. Mm -hmm, Exactly. When you made the heaven sound, I imagine, you know, you open up a MacBook. (laughs) Yes. That's exactly what I imagined. Yes. I was like, oh my gosh. But I, yeah, I am, I'm so with you. And yeah, I, I'm just manifesting. We just all end up at a, at a beach tropical and you just, you just got back from a beautiful trip where you looked like a real life mermaid and just complete sunshine. But I love seeing your inner glow. And I think it being in those environments and opportunities, I think that it, it almost just gives us like a boost and a recharge. And also I think being able to hold on to that when we are back in those low moments as well too. Absolutely. Definitely also love your relationship with your community as well. Like I think in you being like a champion and an advocate and I see them doing the pouring back into you as well too. And you just have this really beautiful relationship. So what has that meant for you in building your community? It's been such a wild ride to say the least, but I think some of the best advice I got very early on in in starting and building my community was to let them lead you and let them guide you. And I essentially view myself as a service provider And I am there to add value. So everything I do, everything I post, my thought is, what value can I add? Even if it's a laugh, right? Or even if it's, you know, some humor or some something silly or like a little life hack that maybe everyone already heard of. But if one person had hasn't heard of it, then it could help, right? So for me, it's just been about staying connected and staying on the pulse of who they are, where they are, what they're shopping for, what they're interested in, and being able to cater to their needs. And not only that, but bringing them along on my journey of life and all the new chapters that have unfolded for me over the past seven or so years that I've been doing this, um, kind of visualizing them as as my friends and as I would speak to them like I would my sister, my mom, um, you know, my friends. And I think that's really always been my mindset. And rather than just like, oh, look at me and all the fabulous things I'm doing, it's sharing with my friends. And I think one of the best compliments that I've gotten is my mom and I follow you or my sister and I follow you. And like that is, I wish I could just grab a drink or a mocktail or whatever with, <laughs> with, uh, with, with all of them, because it, it, yeah. they truly lift me up, especially, you know, through the highest highs and the lowest lows. Um, and it's been truly incredible to be able to walk this life alongside some of the baddest in the game. I am very biased, but my community <laughs> is fierce. They are fierce. They are loyal and they are incredible. And I am just so proud to be a small part of their, their journeys as well. 
Oh my gosh, how <laughs> impactful. And that is so cool. This is why I love this side of the internet because as you said, I mean, you get to go along their journeys. They get to go along yours. It's just this really essential connection that we, um, and also I think crucial connection that we get to have because I, I think, you know, I don't think that we were put on this earth to be alone. And so I think just being able to have that friend on the internet or just um, having this community, it's like, it's just everything. And as you said, like, it just uplifts you and just makes you feel like you can soar. You know, I try, it's a delicate dance because- Life isn't always sunny, right? And perfect. But, you know, I do my best to be a light on the interweb. So, you know, it's it's not natural for me to share the lows, but I do think it's important to to share them when I, once I've processed them, you know, offline, which I think is important for me personally to to share that because it's so easy to just scroll and make assumptions and assume that people have it all figured out or have the best, happiest, most joyful life. And, you know, I like to say a hundred percent of what you see of me online is real, is me, but you will never see a hundred percent of me online. So, and, and I think that that goes for most people, even if those who are vlogging their entire days, you know, you'll never, you'll never see the full piece of the pie, you know? So I think it's important to constantly remind my community, look, like you see me smiling and happy in the sun, but also know that I have my moments. I've had my moments, you know, and I'm still having my moments. (laughs) Yes. I, I feel the same way. And I, I mean, I think the one thing that I've struggled with sharing, well, I think I've struggled with vulnerability, especially online, Mm -hmm. because and I, I almost want to say like, I think for people who embrace joy and can hold on to joy, no matter what, it's like the world could be falling apart and we could just really hold on to that joy. I, and I definitely consider myself one of those people, but sometimes I do think that it is important to let go a bit. Cause it's not that I think I've always had the fear that the joy wouldn't come back. It's like, let me just like, even if, my whole world is falling apart. Let me just like show that I'm happy and be good and everything. Cause then, you know, maybe I'll get past it somehow. But I think that I've learned, you know, it's sometimes again in your own way, cause everyone is different, but in whatever that looks like to you, it's good to be vulnerable. It's good to share what you want to share and finding your own balance in that. Cause, oh my gosh, I felt so before, I think I felt so stuck in just, I just have to show up as like the happy girl. Cause that's what I am. Like I'm pitching, holding myself into, into that realm. But then I had this whole other life going on. You, it, Oh, you know what? It's like a Hannah Montana moment. Okay. Like <laughs> I couldn't take off the wig. <laughs> well, you know what I, I found, I find to be helpful is to remember that two things can be true at the same time. Right. So like we can be yes. sad, we can be grieving, we can be going through stuff and we can be grateful and we can be happy you know, it doesn't, they don't have to be exclusive. They can be felt at the same time. Right. Wow. Mm -hmm. So I think that for me is helpful, especially, you know, navigating the past few years online, you know, with all of the highs and lows that have occurred, you know, I think it's important to remember that two things can be true at the same time. I can be sad and, and having feelings about current events and I can be happy in a sundress. You know what I'm saying? Mm, Yes. (laughs) 
it, yes. it can, and that doesn't make me any less of a human or any less feeling about it. It's not fair to make other people feel like they have to feel what you're feeling or, you know, not, or I don't know. It's, it's a delicate dance. Yeah, it definitely is. And then also that could be a side of projection as well too. It's sure. like, I, yeah. And yeah, that is a, that's a very delicate dance, but I've never heard it put like that though, that like true can be at the same time. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, that makes so much sense. I feel like you just like explained my existence. That makes so <laughs> <laughs> that makes so much sense. Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like thinking back to all the things that I've like been through, but yet have even in some of those things still found that, that joy or still found, you know, that heart and passionate into it. And also too, sometimes I think online when current events do happen, like for example, when everything happened with like George Floyd and everything, it was like, I had to decide, I'm like, am I going to say something? Am I not going to say something? But honestly, if I had decided not to say anything, that could have still been an okay choice. Like, I feel like it's, it's one thing to say things. It's another thing to take action. I think that we can always take action towards a thing that we need to take action towards. Absolutely. But I don't, I think that sometimes you can move in silence in that. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't, we don't always need to like, proclaim it yeah exactly be performative exactly exactly I think what's important is that you as Lauren like you can lay your head down at night knowing that you took action or you did what in your heart of hearts felt was right rather than a meaningless five second Instagram story you know what I'm saying I think that's more important I think people are very quick to judge and make assumptions based off of superficial (laughs) action on it on social media but I think the real work happens inside offline with the conversations you know those those challenging conversations with your circle with your people with you know your community and I think that that's where the work's happening and so I know whatever I do is never going to make everyone happy, but I know that like offline, I am proud of who I am and and the steps and the learning and the growth that I'm working on or working through. Yes. That's so important. And what you just said too, not making everyone happy, which I used to fall into that all the time. I was like, Oh yeah. And I'm, but I'm so happy. I'm like now like, Oh, I don't care. Like (laughs) I'm gonna, I'm gonna be me. I'm gonna embrace me. It's like either like, you're, you're a part of the journey or you're not, but oh my gosh, I, I was just so happy. It's so freeing to like, just cut that off. Yes. I'm going to butcher this analogy, but it makes sense in my head of like, you know, you think about like your close circle and your, your people that you surround yourself with and your social media following as like a mountaintop and your closest, most, you know, trusted people are at the top of that mountaintop would you take feedback from someone at the bottom and and change your entire world around that, you know, and just thinking about kind of the layers of people that are in your life and making sure that you're actually listening and taking to heart from people that you would, you know, take advice from, right? Or you would ask advice from. Yes, exactly. And knowing that those people have like the utmost good loving as well and understand you and understand yeah and not just oh they found you yesterday and all of a sudden have all this feedback on how you need to live your life (laughs) (laughs) which is so cute (laughs) exactly exactly uh can you share a uh, recent moment where you were struggling with your confidence and then 
what were some of the tactics, tools, mindset shifts that you did to help yourself move forward in that? So I recently shared with my online community that I am expecting my first baby um, in June and I received, I would say 98% truly wonderful, kind, supportive messages about it, um, which I'm just so, so appreciative and grateful for. But there were quite a few messages that shocked and rocked my confidence to my core. You know, my life is my business and my business is my life. And I've always been you know, protective of all, all of all of it. But there were, you know, some co- some comments that I received of like, well, I'm not going to be able to relate to you anymore and your fashion and your style anymore. And that um, and that was like a PG, a PG comment. Um, but that really shook my confidence because my brand and my business and my online platform is is so much more than one thing. And I think for me, I had to kind of break it down for my audience and, you know, that 2% of people that, you know, I'm still me, despite my physically altered state, I am still going to show up here as me. And just like I have with any new chapter and any new phase in my life, it's going to be an added piece of the pie and not necessarily the entire pie. So, I mean, do you cancel and get rid of friends because they're in a different phase of life than you? Right. You know, I understand, you know, curating your social media feed and having it benefit you is hundred percent very important and valid, but um, I don't think it's fair, especially having a platform where I am here to empower and encourage women where all of a sudden, I'm not allowed to change. I'm not allowed to evolve. I'm not allowed to make choices that I want, you know, and it just, it feels very backwards. You know, it's yeah. like, we're all here to support women until they're doing something that, we don't you know, like, doesn't yeah. necessarily align with where I am in my life right now, you know, and like, that's not fair. So I think for me, it's been focusing on continuing to add value in new ways and focusing on the people that are there, you know, genuinely there to be along for the journey. And I'm going to do my best to not alienate anyone, regardless of their phase of life, one day, one step at a time. But it definitely rocked my confidence a little bit because it's like, wow, you don't really even know me at all. Or you don't even give, you're not even giving me a chance. You're just writing me off because we're not in the same place in life. Like that, that's not fair. And that's, that's not what I'm about. So maybe this wasn't the place for you anyway, you know? Yeah, un- unsubscribe and delete. <laughs> <laughs> and this is not an airport, so you do not need to announce your departure. <laughs> I love that. Yes, yeah, like, I. what is this concept of, like, where people think that I live for you? Like, I don't live for you. Yeah. I, that's, I can never imagine people, t- like, taking the time to type out or text or whatever, certain things to other people and think like, I just, I, the psychology of it, just, I never understood that ever. So it, I agree, but it's, for me, it's, it's a blessing and a curse because I feel so honored to 
feel like people's friends. Like I, that's my goal. I want to feel like I'm a part, you know, a part of your journey and a and part of your friendship. But then you're right. There, there are some boundaries that are often crossed because of that. I actually had somebody uh, years ago message me like, here are the five reasons why I'm unfollowing, including the color of paint that I chose for my house, the way I did my stairway and <laughs> just like, it's just so like, I'm like love and light, you know, wishing you the best <laughs> on your journey. I didn't like the way I brushed my dog. Like it was just like, I'm like, okay, well, you know, good for you. Like establish your boundary, you know, <laughs> keep it moving. <laughs> Oh my god, this cracks me up. That is I could write a oh book. Oh my gosh. Like someday I'm you going should. to write a book. I'm going yes. to write a book. Yes, you should, because that is <laughs> that is funny as hell. Like I I mean <laughs> I don't even know. Like it is just that is just yeah, the, the psychology of it just blows my mind. But I think as you were saying, like, because I feel the same about my community, like, oh my gosh, like I feel like they're like family. But yes. but yes. I will say, <laughs> even with my real life family, there's boundaries. Even mm-hmm. with my real life friends, there's boundaries. Like, again, what is your goal here? Because if your goal, like, let's just say, like, if the paint was dangerous, okay, it, it's been, you know, it's been recalled. Like, please, are you okay? Thank you. Thanks for letting me know. No, I just didn't like the color. <laughs> yeah, you just don't like the color that it's like, okay, again, what's your goal? What's your intent? So, right. but I think that it is a good thing because it allows us to see that person, right? Like, I think that's something I've learned in my own life, in my own like personal life where I've had, I remember I had this friend for years and I love them so much, but I remember there was a few things that happened. Cause I feel like people will always show you who they are and I would kind of brush over and I'm like, mm, make excuses for it. But then it kept happening. And then it was so much in my face where I was like, oh no, this is not going to work. And it's not only not going to work for me. It's also not going to work for you because we're going to just not be able to be friends, even though it, it sucks and it hurts. And it's like, ugh. but at the same time, I'm like, well, thank God I now see you. And now we can, you know, move on. It's like, we can, we can go our separate ways um, because I wouldn't want to have anyone in my community or friends or, or even family, like who wouldn't have the best intention for me and, and love for me and encouragement for me and, and the whole thing. Agreed. So it's like, you know, for every bad apple, there's a whole bushel of yes. good ones. Right. And I think that's what we have to focus on. But to your point previously about being vulnerable, I mean, it's it's scary putting yourself out there because no matter what you put out there, if, whether it's your lipstick color of the day or if it's something really deep and you know you are constantly putting yourself out there, and inevitably everyone has <laughs> opinions, <laughs> yes. like like armpits. You know, we all have them. Some of them sing. <laughs> Please write a book. <laughs> Well, that's, yeah, that's so good. But I mean, I get it. It makes me just that much more grateful for the people who, you know, do get to stay. And, um, and then also I've learned this and regained my power back in this and knowing that I get to invite who I want to invite. I get to say who gets to stay, who gets to go. Like, and I think just remembering that power. Ooh, it feels so good. It feels so so good. And just having those healthy boundaries. And, and then I, I think in the moment, cause I had such a problem of like letting people go and, and that whole thing, but 
now I feel like even if it's really hard because, oh my gosh, friendship breakups are like the worst. I feel like they're worse than like actual breakups. I feel so good. And I, I've also remembered too, it's like for everyone who's in my life and, and aligning with me and my energy and my vibes and then the whole thing. And as I'm like evolving and changing as we all do, it's like, it should always like, and I think your gut's never going to lie to you. And I feel like in my gut, it's like, it should always feel good. Like you should never be surrounded by people that don't are not like continuing to help you bloom 100% hello bloom yes <laughs> I always try to work it into like every podcast <laughs> I love it we love a branded moment <laughs> yes oh my gosh girl oh I <laughs> I adore you and I think that everything you're doing and just the way that you're making an impact the way that you're changing the world I mean it's just it has all of us in awe and uh where can everyone find you that is so kind. Well, thank you so much. You can find me at Carolyn Morand. My name is spelled a little weird, but you'll see it on pretty much every platform, Instagram, Facebook, the TikTok, Pinterest, Carolyn Moran.com as well. All the undergarment info if you're if you're looking for that as well. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Well, I cannot wait to see all your happy moments, your joyful moments, your um, authentic and vulnerable and just genuine moments as well. And just continuing to see you um, glow. And I'm so excited Aww. for your pregnancy as well You're and so your sweet. family. And uh, I just, I can't wait. Thank you. <laughs> and that wraps up another episode of the Bloom Pod. Thank you so much for joining us for today's conversation. Seriously, every single one always becomes our newest favorite. At Hello Blue Media, it is our number one mission to make sure that all women feel seen, heard, and included. If you aren't already, we would love for you to go give Hello Blue Media a follow on Instagram. You can find us at Hello Blue Media or at www.hellobluemedia.com. Until next time, everyone. Bloom, Bloom on. on.